1: morning people no i'm serious
2: i'm serious too this morning praise god good morning father god good morning lord jesus good morning holy spirit and good morning Chairline. brothers and sisters i am so excited about jesus i mean you see sometimes god gives us things in the beginning Sometimes God will give you something. At the end, you got to work to the middle and work to the front. He does it any way, brothers and sisters, that he chooses. So, Father God, my prayer this morning is thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for exposing this spirit of distraction. Brothers and sisters, the tagline line gonna be a little bit different. Brother Robert, you need to be at um, you need to be at, at at on the blog talk. Oh, okay. Um, you know, God, I, t- I remember there are a lot of very gifted people on this tagline. line. I mean, people that walking with God hear from God. That's basically. I'm so full this morning of Jesus. I can't hardly talk. So, Natasha, your line is open. And then after Natasha, Brother Robert is coming on here with what God gave him as we as we tear down. And God is showing me I got the end, okay? <laughs> I got the end, but I gotta put it in order. I gotta write it. So, um, let me see, let me see. Brother Robert, is that you?
1: I'm on here, yes.
2: Yep, your your mic is open. So. Oh, okay. Um, um Natasha, minister Natasha, I'm sorry. You're gonna <laughs> give. The testimony, how this is working. Then, Brother Robert got a word from God, as we were talking, and God gave him an eye open to the big picture. And then, in a day or so, God has shown me how this demon works. Oh, we're in a different realm with God, brothers and sisters. Yes, yes, brother, yes. sacrifice. And guess what? We ain't all the way there because we not like Enoch. We ain't been caught up yet. But but I'm telling you what, we're close on earth. So Natasha, you give your testimony. Then they need to hear this. They need it any way you want to. And then, Brother Bob, when Natasha finishes with the testimony, you come in with the word from God, the message, okay? Yes, ma'am. Amen.
3: Okay, Natasha, go ahead. <laughs> good, good morning. Good morning, Tedline. Line. Good morning, Dr. Shepard. Um, so just to catch everyone up, last time I was on Tedline, Line, um, I was talking about how, okay. how the board had blessed. I'm sorry, it's an it's a echo on my end. I was okay. talking about how the board had blessed with the job opportunity, and that extra money was supposed to put add to what was already happening um in my life, and you know the enemy was trying to hold up after I started adding the enemy was trying to subtract
4: from other yeah yeah yeah
3: yes, yes, so the subtraction was holding up some money in a diff a resource that was that belonged to me legally legally. And so we and so, were on I think it was Friday. Friday we was on the headline, and you came that morning and said that the Lord told you to pray for people for cash, right, <laughs> and you had no right. idea that this was happening on my end. Um, so we the prayer went forth. I listened to that that broadcast um, several times because I had to keep my you know keep myself. With that faith up, it's like, oh no, oh no, because it's still, I mean, I checked the account, it still says zero. <laughs> I went to sleep, I was fighting, fighting in my sleep. I, I mean, I had a dream and I, I got up, I was in the dream and I was saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> it was coming every which way. I checked the account, it still says zero. I listened to the, I, I mean, I listened to the prayer again. So this morning, around 530, I said, let me check it. And it said that deposit was in the account. <laughs>
2: yes, It's Lord. working. It's yes. working. It's working. Yes. It's working. Amen. That demon is being defeated. hmm Well,
4: it's
2: already been defeated in your life, so that means that there's a breakthrough. you broke through. Yes. Yes. But, we broke through, Ted. We Amen. broke
3: through. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's all. I, I have no, <laughs> I have nothing else to say, but thank you, Jesus. Mm.
2: Yes.
0: Yes,
1: God.
2: Praise God. Okay, yes, brother. God. We, wait a minute. We need to really thank him. Uh, yes, I Lord. thank you for the witness. Mm.
3: I yes, thank God. you for the
2: testimony.
3: Thank you,
4: Jesus.
2: I thank you, God. It only takes one person. Yes,
4: yes.
2: break through. And then the soul lines up. It so lines up. It just so lines up. And let me tell you something. A person told me, they say, uh, you break my friendship. You breached what they tell me? You breached my friendship. You know what? I'll breach it again if it gets you in the place where you're supposed to be with God. And all you can see is that Mm I didn't do it the way you thought I should do it. I didn't do it like you used to doing it. Well, let me tell you something. I was talking in the chat room earlier. You'll see I was having a little chat with Brother West. And in our conversation, it reminded me of the tunnel rats. You see, I wasn't i wasn't in the, in the war. I was with a medevac team bringing the bodies out in body bags. But I remember all the tunnel rats. You see, in Vietnam, the tunnel rats, the, the Vietnamese built tunnels. They built tunnels under the ground. And this is how they were doing guerrilla warfare they were so effective but you had special forces guys who they called the tunnel rats they their job was to search out these underground tunnels and go in there they had to be courageous they they knew that once they saw that tunnel they didn't know what they were gonna find in that tunnel but they knew the enemy was in there and their job was to go in those tunnels And they called them tunnel rats. Brothers and sisters. And a lot of them died too. But more lived than died. But the thing is, they they had the courage to go down in that hole. It was search and destroy. They knew they had to go in that hole, no matter what they were going to find when they went in there. And it might have even been booby-trapped. But they had to go. We got some tunnel rats. We got some tunnel rats on this headline. You may not know who they are. But trust me, they're going out before you, and they're going in those tunnels, and they're not afraid. And they're uncovering some awesome stuff, and it's in line with what God has given us. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to uh, Natasha. Do you have anything else?
3: No, ma'am. Oh, ma'am. And,
2: and the person who said I breached I breach their, their, our friendship. You know what, brothers and sisters? I'm a leader. I'm a soldier. I don't have to be your friend. But I have to lead this spiritual warfare. Brother Robert,
1: Praise God. (laughs) Praise God. Hello, Tedline. How are you doing today? What a wonderful day. Father, I thank you for this time together. I thank you for all of us. Father, first of all, in the name of Jesus, we cover all of us with the blood of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we specifically disallow any backlash, any transfer of spirits, anything, any anger from the enemy. Shove it back down his throat where it belongs, Lord, and let none of it spill over onto us. I thank you for that, Lord. I ask that you keep all of us hidden as we reveal your will. Keep us hidden, Lord, so we can continue to be tolerated. And, Father, I thank you for this revelation. We know there's more to come. Father, we know you reveal because you're doing a mighty work and you're you're healing. You're healing your own body with this. Thank you for this, Lord. We give you praise and we give you glory. Thank you. Anytime your revelation comes, Lord, we we are made greater because of you. And, Lord, you didn't have to do this. You could have just done it yourself or you could have just given it to one. But you involve all of us because it's a body and we share in it and we share in the joy of you and seeing you work through us. Thank you for that, Father. Praise God. For a while, um, in talking with Dr. Erica, and just in praying, um, the Lord's been showing me that Satan, somehow he can and he does steal our anointings. um, Somehow, and then he distributes those anointings to people on the earth that serve him or forward his agenda, and that anointing manifests in these people's talents and abilities. But I haven't really understood how he does that and how we stop it. Um, and I sure didn't realize the scope of, of this step. Last Saturday, when Dr. Erica was talking about the fear of distraction, see that? Now, what does distraction have to do with sealing your anointing, with, with sanctification? All these things, they're one thing. They're not many things. Um, anyway, at the end of that, I just was praying with the Lord. And I asked him, Lord, I want to discover what is my inheritance and what is all of it? And how has it been diverted? Um, anyway, Sunday, yesterday, I actually went to him in prayer and deep prayer with him, and I had a long conversation with him, and we talked about this, and he answered this. Um, I guess before that, I had texted on Saturday some words the Lord gave me just briefly to Dr. Erica, and she asked me if I would speak about this Monday. What the Lord gave me Saturday was this. The Lord said, distraction is the method the enemy uses to steal resources it needs to fight God. It diverts from the flow of your inheritance to itself. It dams up the river of your inheritance by blocking it upstream from you long enough to create a reservoir that it, and not you, can use to create power for itself. He said men dam up a river to build a hydroelectric power plant powered by the water allowed to trickle out from that artificially created reservoir. That dam can only allow a meager amount, a trickle, of the remaining flow to get to you. Um, and that's, that's what I went to the Lord on Sunday about that, ask him to explain that. And, and I'm just going to read what he said. Um, he said, and here's his words. He said, I will explain a deep thing to you now to transfer to my body in the TED line. I will continue to open this revelation to you as time goes on. So tomorrow will I lay a foundation, and I will build thereon as we move forward. For there is always more to reveal, always more growth to accomplish. I have grown and I am eternal. And then he said, because part of me, when he said that kind of was taken aback, I thought well, you're eternal, you're, you're, the, you're as big as you can be. He said, do not marvel at this. Every soul that is one into my body through my sacrifice increases me. Every day, one in my body grows. I grow also in what we are together, the husband and the bride. Salah. I ask you. Have you thought what comes from a bride and her husband? What fruit will our union produce in the eternity to come? Sweet and wondrous thoughts to wonder and great joy to come to all of us. Then he quoted the scripture, I have not seen nor ear heard what the Lord has in store for those that love him and are called according to his glory. And I just thanked him. That was such a beautiful moment there. Then he continued. He said, your inheritance is the stream your father has diverted to you. From his own riches and glory, for his glory is a flow. Wealth is a flow, not a hoarding. We tend to think of riches as a a pile of money in a bank, but to God, riches is a flow, and it's from him. It's your relationship with him, really. And he continued, it is most assuredly a flow, and your inheritance and your anointing are the same. The father equips his children for service in the father's vineyard. This power and anointing lays dormant if it does not flow bringing the father's life into the work of the child. All family is therefore a fruitful vine, and the inheritance or anointing is the physical manifestation of that life into, which, into that which needs that life, the sap that flows to feed and sustain new growth. Life is a flow as long as it is alive. All energy flows. Water is, a special, is special amongst the physical in that it flows, and, it rep- and when it does, it represents the carrier of the spirit and the word of life. Then he said, now, spirits, the spirit of distraction, actually said the spirits, plural, of distraction are not one, but they're a palette of all colors and flavors the enemy puts up to you and cycles through quickly until one perchance would ring out in resonance that indicates an agreement between whatever evil has caused a resonance in the individual being distracted and something in that individual. And I'll stop here in a minute. I looked up the word resonance. Um in the dictionary resonance means intensification the first part of this definition is like not very useful but the rest of it's okay (laughs) intensification and prolongation of sound especially of a musical tone produced by sympathetic vibration that's the key word sympathetic vibration two identical or similar things can enter into sympathetic vibration uh, because they're alike and they can vibrate alike two identical tuning forks are alike so if you strike one and bring it near the other one, it'll start that second tuning fork to vibrating and everybody's seeing that. The second tuning fork begins to sing back and everybody knows that it's like, it's, it's, it's coming into agreement with that first tuning fork. The phenomena of, of resonance really is a physical demonstration of coming into agreement with something. That's what that really is. Um, distraction comes as a cloud. He continuing with what he said. He said, distraction comes as a cloud looking for agreement to allow lightning to strike from the cloud to the person. An affinity is a potential, and once found, that potential is worked by the spirits to kindle an eruption of lust, L-U-S-T, lust, toward that particular iniquity. Once this eruption has occurred, a hole is breached. We are just talking about breaching. A hole is breached in the hedge about the individual, and this then is like a well dug by the enemy. And that's what I saw, a, a, a well that was dug through you. Through, actually, through your hedge to tap into your anointing. The, the, the verified discovery of the iniquity, it's verified because the iniquity, the resonance that took place. Part of you sang out and verified it was there. The verified discovery of iniquity in the individual transfers the right of, quote-unquote, possession, not true title, but instead the right to use the anointing that then flows out of the individual. Your enemy has to allow some of it to make its way back to, to you, or it would not flow and if that stream or well does not flow the source will dry up or die in time so even though they would prefer to commandeer all of it they can't they can't they have to allow some of it to get back to you if they wish to make use of it over time this is a parasite or a vampire these are hers words still this is a parasite or a vampire when the time comes to kill the individual sorry that's a new sentence when the time comes to kill the individual They are often able to transfer the essence of the individual to another host so that a valid title to the stream allows a continued flow, even though the shell, S-H-E-L-L, shell of the original individual is discarded. The collected and accumulated and amalgamated collection of many of these individual streams are made into great arteries in the body of Satan's kingdom. Mammon, M-A-M-M-O-N, mammon is the intravenous system system of that evil body and the stolen river of anointing from the father is the oxygen carried to each cell. Those cells use the stolen power of God to operate and affect the creation of God without this systemic S Y S T E M A T I C systemic large scale operation. The enemy could not run the governments of the world. He would be limited to innumerable separated tiny kingdoms that could not on their own be controlled or caused to accomplish any organized plan. Many have wondered why God has given or allowed Satan to have the power and talents that he exhibits in the world through his many minions in entertainment, government, and business. The answer is that God has not. Man has. And most importantly, the church has. Satan has er, concentrated tremendously on the church because to the church belong the inheritance of Christ. Therefore, through the distracted church, Satan undoes the victory Christ won, and in effect takes back the keys to the world, in effect only, in effect takes back the keys to the world that Jesus took from him. Every church, every local body that is not actively destroying the works of the devil is distracted from its primary mission, and the equipping or the anointing of each and every unused or underused member is being siphoned off to fuel the work of Satan before a trickle of it returns back to them. This will hurt the hearts. I'm just going to say this because the Lord said this. He said, this will hurt the hearts of many pastors whose love for my sheep has been distracted, distracted into protecting, quote unquote, them from the warfare, from the warfare rather they were called into and equipped for. So many and so many local bodies of believers are so-called and so-called traditional churches have become only places that on the surface protect them from warfare with the enemy but which in reality are spiritual concentration camps. As I have shown you some time ago, the purpose of these camps is not to keep them safe, but to keep the enemy safe by taking combatants off the field and surrendering all their resources and ability to the enemies. He said the time has come that I am correcting this in my body. Many, many have awakened and are restless, no longer willing to be locked away while a war rages around them. I have ignited a fire inside them to hear the trumpet and to rally to the front line to stand against the assault of the evil ones, and that front line has at last come to their front door. The reality of that war can no longer be denied or ignored. They have to do something about it, and they will, and they are. Um, Then he said, pastors that listen to these words, I tell you to realign your first love to my own first love, what did I say when John the Baptist sent his disciples to me to ask if I was who he had believed I was, or if there was another yet to come? He said, my answer is the, is my insignia of my rank and my first love for the actions of my body and for the actions of my body, my body, not yours. Masters, I did not instruct you to raise an army only to build barracks. An army is raised to fight an enemy. Barracks are necessary for active duty soldiers, those who have run from the fight are housed in another place. Those are chilling words, housed in another place where the soldier's honor is not stolen or sullied by those who have given in to fear, or even worse, those that would profit by aiding the enemy. And that's that's all he said for now. I want to go on, though, with something. When I asked him for a scripture, he gave me the parable of the talents, uh, the sowing of the talents, and I'm going to read that in Matthew, in the King James Matthew. Chapter 25, verses 14 to 30. It says, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained another two, or rather it says other two. But he that received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. And after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And he that receiveth five talents came and brought another five talents, other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained besides them five talents more. His Lord saith unto him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord saith unto him, well done. Good, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Then he that receiveth the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed, and I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent, and in the in the earth, lo there hast that is thine, that there, there thou hast that is thine. Basically said so there there's your stuff. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knowest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming should I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given and Shall have abundance, but from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There shall be there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I want to go back to verse 15. The word talents. The word talents uh, is the word talented. A Greek word talented. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Which means a balance. It actually means to bear. B e a r to bear to hold up as in a balance, that is a certain weight or talent. And so with that, deep in that concept is is a lifting up, a bearing of weight. So that's significant. Later in the word hid, in verse 18, the word hid, he said, and he hid his Lord's money in the earth. That word hid, is the Greek word, oh boy, I hope I say this right, Apocrypto. it means... To hide, to hide away, to transfer the money, metaphorically to hide, not to reveal. What we're seeing here in in the definition of this word is what has happened with the body of Christ. They've been hidden away in churches, away from the battle. Um, They continue to describe what it is, um, used in the absolute sense. Apocrupto is to hide with a benevolent purpose. Hide with a benevolent purpose either because of the incapacity of the receiver to understand or because of the knowledge of the revealer that such revelation of hidden things would not benefit the receiver. This is the word used by God in not revealing all that he knows, that which man cannot receive, in the same manner that a parent does not reveal all that he knows to his child because of the child's immaturity to comprehend or the relative unimportance of the information. This is derived from a word which means secret and treasured. Uh, The synonyms are this is to cover up, to hide, to hide in something, to hide with a veil, to escape notice, to provide a roof over, to conceal in, to hide by placing something around or to conceal entirely. All of us that are hid away in, inside the four walls of churches are not allowed to do what Jesus did to go destroy the works of the enemy, that was his answer to John the Baptist, his rank of his insignia, who he is, how he, John the Baptist should know that Jesus was the Messiah, was because he was destroying the works of the enemy. Um, Later, he says in verse 24, I know that thou wert a hard man. That word hard is scleros. It means dry. Something that is hard, tough, fierce, or hard, or dry. It's something that doesn't flow. His experience of the master, because of who he was, was that there was no flow. His flow of anointing was dead. He was not doing anything with it. Instead of letting his anointing that was given to him by the father, Flow and, and do work in the world He buried it That stopped up that flow And so his experience of his employer Was that he was a dry man That's that's what it is It's simply there was no more flow for him Because he buried it instead of using it um, I guess last In verse 26 And his Lord answered and said unto him Thou wicked and slothful servant That word wicked in verse 26 Is poneros um, Greek word poneros means, Which means labor sorrow, pain. The word, just the concept of labor is, is, is sewed up into that. It's evil in a moral and a spiritual sense, wicked, malicious, mischievous. It's the kind, it's the word evil when he speaks of evil spirits. That's the kind of evil he's talking about. It, the antonym of that is a person's or evil spirits, malignant demons. That type of evil is often associated with demons. And it could be he could have just as easily said about calling out demons behind this or the spirit of distraction, spirit of distraction in that. I know there's a lot more buried in here to be found or discovered yet, but that's what the Lord's revealed to me about this. This is a, a big a big thing that, that, that has been going on. When we have abilities and talents and, and uh, anointing that we don't use, we give Satan the right to come and mine it, to make use of it in some way. The way that we prevent it is to start using it ourselves. Start taking mm-hmm. it and doing His will. Whatever it is that we're called to do, we need to start doing it. That's how we take it back and exactly. out of His hands. Mm-hmm. Well, praise God.
4: Praise God.
2: Now, um, I need you to go back the the, the first part of um, of that message. You know where you know when you first. Page after the one you typed on the handwritten page. Okay. Read that again.
1: Um. Which which I'm sorry. Which page were we?
2: You know the page you, you sent me where you you type you start. I mean you you started writing and writing.
1: The one. Okay, the one that was number two. Yeah where it starts with your inheritance is the stream your father has diverted to you from his own riches right okay you want me to start from reading from that point and then you tell me yeah, the to no,
2: stop j- just read until the Lord tell you stop and um because some people came on late but they don't they didn't even get that part but i i'm i'm encouraging all of you listen to this again I want you to read that part again, and Natasha, I want Good you time. to explain to the Ted line why you kept looking in the bank account. Okay. And why you didn't just quit when it when it wasn't there the first time, like a lot mm-hmm. of people do. They just they think it's microwave. They think they don't have to do anything. But in what God Caroline, please listen to this Old thing again Okay, please read that page two again
1: Okay, and I'll just keep going then Until Lord says stop Yeah Okay Okay. He said, he continued, he said Your inheritance, because I was seeking him What is my inheritance And what's the relationship between inheritance and anointing And he said they were the same He said your inheritance is a stream Your father has diverted to you from his own riches and glory, for his glory is a flow. Wealth is a flow, not a hoarding. It is most assuredly a flow, and your inheritance and your anointing are the same. The father equips his children for service in the father's vineyard. This power and anointing lays dormant if it does not flow, bringing the father's life into the work of the child. All family is therefore a fruitful vine, and the inheritance or anointing is the physical manifestation of that life into that which needs that life the sap that flows to feed and sustain new growth. Life is a flow as long as it is alive. All energy flows. Water is is special among the physical in that it flows, and in doing so represents the carrier of the spirit and the word of life. Now, the spirits of distraction are not one, but a palette of all colors and flavors the enemy puts up to you and cycles through quickly until one, perchance, would ring out in resonance, like those two tuning forks that mm-hmm. indicates an agreement between resonance is agreement. When you come into agreement, something that he's putting up comes into agreement with something in you that indicates an agreement between whatever evil has caused the resonance in the individual being distracted and something in that individual. Distraction comes as the cloud, a cloud. It's not one, it's many, a cloud looking for agreement to allow lightning, quote unquote, to strike from the cloud to the person. An affinity is a potential. And once found that potential is worked, by the spirits to kindle an eruption of lust, L-U-S-T, toward that particular iniquity. Once this uh, eruption has occurred, a hole is breached in the hedge about that individual, and this then is like a well dug by the enemy. The, the verified discovery of the iniquity in the individual transfers the right of possession, quote-unquote, not true title, but instead the right to use the anointing that then flows out of the individual. Your enemy oh, okay. has to allow some of, Your enemy, you want me to continue? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Your enemy has to allow some of it to make its way back to the individual or it would not flow. And if that stream or well does not flow, the source will dry up and die in time. So even though they would prefer to commandeer all of it, they cannot if they wish to make use of it over time. This is a parasite or a vampire. When the time comes to kill the individual, they are often able to transfer the essence of the individual to another host so that a valid title to the stream allows a continued flow, even though the shell of the original individual is discarded. Um, The collected and accumulated and amalgamated collection of many of these individual streams, that's like there's a whole – when you've got – 10,000 people. And this is all the case. It amounts to a big stream. Anyway, he said the collected and accumulated and amalgamated collection of many of these individual streams are made into great arteries in the body of Satan's kingdom. Mammon, and imagine these tiny streams are like little tiny blood vessels that then are merged into bigger veins that are merged into arteries. Um, mm-hmm. Mammon is the intra, is the intravenous system of that evil body. Okay. And this stolen river of anointing from the father is the oxygen carried to each cell. Those cells use the stolen power of God to operate and affect the creation of God. Without this systemic, large-scale operation, the enemy could not run the governments of the world. He would be limited to innumerable, separate, tiny kingdoms that could not on their own be controlled or caused to accomplish any organized plan. Many have wondered why God has given or allowed Satan to have the power and talents that he exhibits in the world through his many minions in entertainment, government, and business? The answer is that God has not. Man has. And more most importantly, the church has. Satan has concentrated tremendously on the church because to the church belongs the inheritance of Christ. Therefore, through the distracted quote unquote church, Satan undoes the victory Christ won and effect and in effect takes back the keys to the world that Jesus took from him. Every church, local body that is not actively destroying the works of the devil is distracted from its primary mission. And the equipping, yeah. the, the equipping anointing of each and every unused or underused member is being siphoned off to fuel the work of Satan before a trickle then is returned to those members, only a trickle. This will hurt the hearts of many pastors who love for my sheep, has been distracted into protecting, quote unquote, them. From the warfare they were called into and equipped for. And so many, local bo- so many local bodies of believers and so-called traditional churches have become only places that on the surface protect them from warfare with the enemy, but which in reality are spiritual concentration camps, as I have shown you some time ago. The purpose of these camps is not to keep them safe, but to keep the enemy safe by taking combatants off the field and surrendering their resources and abilities to the enemy. Wow! Is that a <clears throat> stop, or I can continue yeah. it a little more?
2: But I want to. I, wanna, I want to. I want Natasha. Do you see? Do you see what happened with you in this? And explain yeah. again. And now explain it from that perspective. I'm loving this. Go ahead.
3: Yes. Yes. Um, well, first, how how it was broken down that the distractions. Uh, it's not just one. It it can be broken down into many forms but it's still one thing mm-hmm. um, and it, and it's all to make to get you to come into agreement with it and take your focus off of christ or your mission your assignment um uh the, one of the things that that came up as well is uh within within this time period you know uh that the book has been published and has been out there um I remember within the last three weeks, there was someone who wanted to buy four books, and he could not purchase the book. No matter, I mean, he went on the app, he went everywhere. So it was like, it, it was, it was, this, this is the goal towards uh, how how the enemy was trying to hold up the money. But it was mm-hmm. part of the distraction for me, because it wanted to put that seed of doubt. Hmm, Jesus. And so that's what I was holding on or fighting for the last three days for for the time that that word came forth and the prayer went forth it was that seed of doubt that the enemy was was trying to plant, and mm-hmm. so I kept reminding myself <laughs> of the word of God by by going back to um that um, that video and you listening know. to it over and over again um and like you said. Every day, it was almost like, like I. um, Well, let me say it this way. One of the one of the ways God. I'm sorry, I keep hearing that. Um, I keep hearing my my stuff. Um, one of the ways that God God talks or speaks to me is through dreams, and that dream that came to me was. Was similar to the dreams that you started with when you started the teaching on distractions, and so it was mm-hmm. the spirit that came. It was pressing on me, mm-hmm. and I kept saying, "Uh uh-uh, uh, devil," and I scream. I, mean, I was in the dream, and I kept saying, "The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus," but it was trying. <laughs> it, I mean, until I broke it, until I broke out I of that and and woke up. Um, but it was pressing against my pelvis. And I said, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And I just kept screaming the blood of Jesus. But, again, it was trying to distract me because if what? I got caught up in that, then I would have forgotten, wouldn't, wouldn't have gone back and reminded myself of that word. And when mm-hmm. I say myself, I mean that, that spirit of doubt would not come and say, oh, see, here comes something else. So I immediately got up from the dream, and I got on my knees, and I prayed um, and uh then I listened to it again. So every time the enemy would come, no matter what it looked like, no matter what it felt like, I told them what God said.
4: Amen. <laughs> God
3: said. Hey, yes, yes. All the way until 5 a.m. this morning when I checked that account and it said the deposit has been made. And then I just went into a praise and I texted you. Yeah.
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brothers and sisters,
2: don't you don't you think that God isn't using His saints in this day, in this time, right now? You have the ability to be blessed beyond measure. I think Brother Robert quoted Ephesians in the message from God abundant abundantly above all. Mm-hmm. Brothers and sisters, but you got to grab hold of this thing and you got to let it become real to you. I I laughed because I do spiritual warfare in my sleep. And when I heard <laughs> you do that, I just laughed, I just laughed. Because I know all about that. Yes, ma'am. I wake up fighting demons and I say, mm, you know, mm. That's all I say, mm. Yes. But when you get to the point where you can fight them demons in your sleep, you're Mm -hmm. getting to wherever God got you to be. Now, God gave us the ability to a whole bunch of different ways to overcome the spirit of distraction. And when we finally, and, and God even sent a message to Brother Robert to make sure we would understand the bigness, the wholeness. You're going to have to listen to this one again and again. And you're going to have to ask God to show you what in this you need. Brother Robert, I feel like it's something you want, you, you should be saying right now.
1: Well, that put me on the spot because right when you said that, I was thinking, We need to to sow a seed of, of, we need to use our anointings. It needs to flow. And one of the things that we all have been given is is the ministry of reconciliation. That means leading people to the Lord. Anybody can do it. And we all have that. Maybe we should give an altar call here. That's what was going through my head when you said that. (laughs) Well, (laughs)
2: better yet, maybe God wants each person listening this morning to sow a seed of salvation and life to somebody. There's there you somebody go. you you know. There's somebody you around. And don't worry about how they're going to react because I told you I was helping somebody and then they told me you breached our friendship because I didn't do it the way they wanted. And you know what? This is what I'm going to say. It's God's business. You take care of God's business and one day they'll come back and thank you for it. It doesn't matter whether you received or whether you reject it. I heard Brother Robert say, sow a seed. I'm gonna ask you this morning to sow a seed of life to somebody. Life, somebody you know yeah. is being distracted by this demon. You can sow a seed of life today to somebody. Find that we we're gonna bind it collectively. As soon as God gave me more, uh, uh, as Brother Robert was doing that, as Natasha was praying, don't you know, don't you know, it's all feeding in. We got people, we got tunnel rats out there. We got people who are stepping off into the enemy territory. Believe me when I tell you this. And they are doing the groundwork for us to win. This demon is coming down. Demon is coming down the same way Natasha fought, and then the the resource was in the bank. God had me pray for cash. I heard the message that Brother Robert gave us about resources. God spoke about resources. This morning, it's only one thing you got to believe. It's only one matter that's got to be, be settled with you. God is ask, asking you for a sacrifice. What is the sacrifice? That you would sow a seed of life into somebody. That you would, you, that your physical anointing, would come in contact with somebody. And that spirit of distraction. will be broken off their life. The yoke is destroyed. Because of the anointing. I guarantee you in the name of Jesus. By the power of God's own Holy Ghost. If you will sow that seed of life to somebody. You will be able to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord manifested tangibly in your life. Will you sow a seed of life today to somebody? Now I want you to sow a seed of life. You can do that if you lay down your own flesh. If you don't know what to tell them, tell them your testimony. Because your testimony... Is proof that he's alive. He is alive. He is alive right now. And you can prove it to somebody by sowing a seed of life. I'm excited. Jesus is alive. He's alive in me. And he's alive in you. Go and touch somebody with his life this morning.